sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? All right, everybody. Heading into Monday's uh, start of the series against the Royals in Kansas City. Over the week, over the preceding week, seven games, I believe, uh, dating back to the Sunday, the 28th, the final game in the four-game series uh, in Seattle. uh, Seven games. I believe your Cleveland Guardians scored a total of nine runs over that week. A total of nine runs. Yeah, not not one game. Not one game. Not two games. Seven. That also included five runs happening in one game. Yeah. <laughs> that opener in the Baltimore series. Yeah. So it got grim really fast. And it was bad. The way, well, I would say this the, the way I look at it, uh, and welcome everybody to the California Penal League podcast. Uh, I look at it as the BAPIP gods finally coming down, coming for us. Yeah. Because we've the, had it too good for too big, long. It's, you know, there was that stretch where everybody was getting really mad at the Guardians because every little dribbler, every little goofball pop-up, like everything was falling for a hit for about a month. And I feel as if the gods have come back to bring them back down a little bit. And it'll all even out again, but it's a real tough stretch. Yeah. Yeah, especially since we were playing so well against teams over 500 heading into those uh, to those games. Um and and not only did our offense go cold, but you know we lost forty uh, percent of our starting rotation too during that stretch. That is true. So I mean, Aaron twenty Savali, of, of that forty percent though, half of it, eh, I I could take or leave. That's me. Yeah, so uh, that's, yeah, Aaron Savali was on the IL with some arm inflammation. I believe yes, is that what they yes, classified it yeah, as. Okay. Last I saw, then, was arm inflammation, and and Plesak was punching things again. Is that true? Is it, so? Is that does the team actually believe that he was punching them after he hit the mound or something? I mean, did That's, I mean did, yeah. did we go back and watch? Did we all? I, I know I did. I, I went watched back and watched it the and video. It said uh, the the verified tweets I saw from like actual yep. baseball people were saying the team officials think that's when he yep. broke his hand. That's same. That's what I saw too. <laughs> punching the ground after giving up a so, home run in Seattle. Punching the ground and forcefully taking off a, a shirt, an undershirt have led to um, Zach Plusak getting injured in consecutive seasons. Um, I'm glad that there's still people out there in baseball like him that keep like the train of weird baseball injuries going. Yeah, like the Jeff Kent, like washing your car injury. Yes. (laughs) Or like how many baseball players have like fallen down the stairs and just like shattered their ankles or something. Uh, This one isn't as weird because... It happened in a game. But, yeah, I was going to say, so. that it really makes them, you know, it really gives them a level of, um, you know, like normalcy. You know, it's like, hey, I could be, you know, bringing my groceries in and fall mm-hmm. down a flight of stairs and injure myself, too. They're just like us. They're just Baseball like players. us. Yeah. Just like They're us. Just probably a little bit Carrying taller, a little bags. bit stronger. You know, yeah. that's it. So, yeah, I mean, we're recording this after the Guardians, like, by the skin of their teeth sneak by the Royals in the first game of the series. But I've been, when you, I was looking at 
the rest of the schedule the rest of the way. And we, we talked about this in the last episode is now with only, I don't know, 20 some games left, whatever 28 it is, or something like uh, that. Yeah. I think like 27% of the games are against the twins. So basically almost a third of their schedule left because it's eight games against the twins. Yeah. The guardians directly control their own destiny, destiny in the AL central race. So, and you look at the schedule the rest of the way, and it's these three against the Royals, six to end the year with the Royals, three with the Angels. Um, it's uh, Got a couple with the White Sox mixed in there and too. Some White Sox. Yeah. So, I know I understand it's like a tough week, and it's like, oh my god, the world's falling apart. But like, a bad week is a bad week. You'd rather them have it now than if they make the playoffs and it happens in the playoffs. So certainly get it out of your system. And I'd rather them have it is where you, I'd rather them have it when it's not directly against the twins Yeah, where it's like, they're for sure going to be losing ground in the division with every loss. At least there's the hope. Well, now, unfortunately the white Sox, because Tony La Russa isn't there. Have yeah. Come now to life. they're playing, they're, they're playing free and fancy and they're going to win the world games. series. If, <laughs> if Tony La Russa is out the rest of the year, they're going to win the world series. Yeah, that what's honestly, the deal? That, is he like it's actually, funny that is he like sick or something? I, I haven't heard anything about it. Like I I mean, and maybe it's out there, but I just I could care less, to be completely frank. I'll I'll dig into it. Yeah, but Fabs, it's funny that you mentioned that because I thought the same thing. As soon as I saw that Larissa was stepping away, I was like, Oh crap. This is what's gonna undo us is Tony Larusa is gone. Now the the White Sox are gonna just be free and easy going and win some ball games and they're going to catch us. <laughs> they're only a couple games like, out too. Yeah. They're like two games back now. I mean, they won today or are, are winning. If I can pull uh, they it beat up. the Mariners, I believe. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, I, I believe they beat the Mariners or, or we're beating them, but it's he's out indefinitely. I mean, it's, it's health related. He's out indefinitely the hope. Yeah. I out. guess the hope is, you know, the, uh, the Mariners and uh, Yankees can can help us out, and we can get a nice sweep of the Royals and get a little breathing room before we have a yeah. big series against the Twins. I mean, that's 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 the hope. Is I mean, the Guardians really got through the they're through the mo- biggest gauntlet of of the year, and you never would have expected like Baltimore year, and Seattle to be the gauntlet. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. If you were again, this is like when you this is like when they played the Angels in April when the yeah. Angels were like kicking ass. It's the same thing. If they had played the Mariners in the in this where they went Seattle, Baltimore, Seattle, if they had played this in April or May, it's a different story. But you're playing them at the peak of their season. They're they are playing really goddamn well, and the yeah. Mariners might have the best pitching in the American League at this point oh, based I mean, on that rotation. The moves they made I mean, it's unreal. Those moves at the deadline paying dividends. Got to give them credit, man. I mean, they are yeah, good. They went out there and team. did their thing. The only thing that bo- the only thing that bothers me, it's like if you go out and get your ass kicked by the Mariners, like that's one thing. I tip your cap to them, but it's like I don't quite understand how the Orioles' starting pitching is holding up. Oh, let's it's not even, can, can we just ignore that, please? Because <laughs> yeah, oh, oh my god, what's well, crazy? They're, they're still. F- they're still five games back in the wild card. They're they're hanging on by a thread right now. And they just got swept so, right. in a doubleheader against the Jays. Yeah. 
So to, yeah, I mean, they're they they might not have enough to get there, but but I'm happy for because they've already started pitching. They've sucked yeah. for so long. Like, they've been such a gross team to watch for such such a long time. And I got to give Seattle credit for actually making a move. And like I know we were disappointed after the deadline, and and I think this is why. Like one of these stretches, I I'm not saying. I mean, I would it would have been dope to go all in on Juan Soto because. Uh, this episode's also, uh, after, um, uh, the, the Cavs got, um, uh, oh my oh, God, Donovan wife, Mitchell. Donovan yeah. Mitchell. So like to get a, a big, another star here would be pretty amazing. Um, but like, I, especially it's kind one of deflating. Facing- we did nothing when, like, like when you go through this stretch, like, like I know that the front office has come out and said, like, they didn't have any expectations this year. Yeah. But like things change, and like yeah. you know, you do something. Like I'm not saying you sell the farm. Like you, you could have gotten rid of a few assets though to get another bat, um, because it, it you, you need so many things to align for you to like go to make the postseason. Then in the postseason, you need a healthy pitching staff, which is like you never know, especially with Bieber's history, and he's the ace. You need Jose to be healthy. You need Quan to be healthy. And you're going in assuming that we have a five, six-year window. And the odds of us not having like one or two healthy years are pretty slim. But I would also love to just add it a year right now. Yeah. Maybe not an all-in year, but a year where you make the postseason, you get to host the first round because you win the division. And then you see what happens. And you said something there too, Fabs, you know, that go all in, get a bat. I think to kind of look back at this past week and the lack of hitting, I don't want to speak for all of us, but my goodness, like I was saying for like the past couple of weeks, like I think we still need another bat. We still need another bat. Like maybe some of these guys in the system become that bat. Maybe Bo Naylor steps in. What did I text you guys the other night? Um, I was at the game, and I was like, man, this bottom three is pathetic. And I was like, maybe Miles Straw rebounds. Maybe Bo Naylor steps in and becomes, you know, fills that gap. And then, yeah, you know, look, look, we got two of those three positions accounted for and taken, taken care of. But I still think we do need another bat. And it was against Baltimore, yeah. Uh, Anthony Santander... My goodness gracious. 25 home runs or whatever he's got on the season so far. Whoops. Yeah, he's only hitting 260. <laughs> but my goodness, like how how good would that look right now? Right. Yeah. And and that's all well, we really need. There's is, also is another guy well, like that. You do wonder. I, I, I would love to know someday what the <clears throat> uh what the true story was with Fran Mill. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know well, if he'd be hitting 280 here. You know, he's hitting 280, 280 with like a 320 on base, four homers, like six doubles or something like that. So he's actually having a really good stretch yeah. with the Cubs. But I guess I would really like to know like what the hell happened here to have get, made them just straight up give up on him. Because if he was having this, like if he had decided to get hot here like that, that also changes things. Certainly. my take on that is 
and somebody I, I I forget who I saw this, but they brought it up on Twitter. They were like, "Hey, remember when he was going back down to the Dominican to play like outfield, and he played outfield down in the Dominican, but then when he came to camp, like they were like, we're just going to stick you at DH." And that to me is like the thing with with Framil, where it was kind of like, dude was willing to go play the field. He was taking ground balls at first base, too. What the heck happened? Was this kind of a, a Bradley Zimmer situation where they wanted him to do stuff and he didn't do it? Or um, for, uh, Mejia. Uh, yeah, I remember Mejia. that being... Well, I heard, yeah. I heard Mejia was a little bit of a head case. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he really hasn't lived up to expectations, quite frankly. I mean, he's had a couple nice stretches, in the big, yeah, yeah, but, he's, he's an okay, but I mean, he's yeah. he's not the the what forty five, you know, game hit streak guy from the minors that we couldn't have traded for Jonathan Lucroy, you know, that everyone got up in arms about, right, um, right, which is hilarious to think right. about in hindsight. Um, but again, also another, I mean. That's just yet another example. I mean, not that I wanted Jonathan Lucroy, but another example of like, we need to stop overvaluing all these prospects so yeah. much because like yeah. what this season has taught us is that while there are a lot of prospects who have like come through and shined, like uh, the Oscar Gonzalez's, uh, the Stephen Kwans and stuff like that, there are a lot of dudes too that have like struggled. And we like have, we've Owen had, Miller- We've had 15 probably, guys- make their debut this year 15 and outside of those two that you just named half and half and you know say outside of those two that you just named i think those guys are are locks i think some of the pitching once they go back down to the minors figure some things out come back up i think they're gonna be okay they're gonna be contributors i don't know if necessarily it's gonna be a 50 50 i don't know if we're gonna have seven eight guys end up being contributors i i would Heck, I would take five. I would take five, and that includes Quan and right. Gonzalez. So three others in addition to. And you're talking about, you know, 33% of those guys contributing. And I would take and five that's where contributors. You start to, exactly. And that's where you start to say, like, okay, do we package some of these guys you have and we to. go and get you have a, a bat? You know, yeah. There's you, too you many. Do. There's too many of them to, to not package them. Like, you can't have another year of trying to figure out, okay, now let's, let's see how these four guys pan out. Like yeah. next year is going to be Gonzalez, Quan, they're in there. You're going to figure out what's the deal with straw. Valero will be up here. And then you're going to figure out the catcher position. And, like that, that's really the only, I mean, also, I mean, we got to talk about Ahmed because holy shit has that been, it's been a bad, like 10 days for that dude. Well, yeah. somebody, somebody put it and I think it's, it's the most concise thing that I've seen that really encapsulates how I feel about Ahmed is he is a league average hitter with subpar defense Mm -hmm. and we want to lock him up long term. And I know what he means in the clubhouse. You you can't take away that. that There's there's no monetary or, or numerical value that you can assign to that, truly. But, my goodness, like, you know, I I believe, and and it looks like 
I might be in the same camp as a lot of scouts, but I think Brian Rocchio is the truth, man. And him and Andres Jimenez. But you'll you'll never, but you'll never know. I mean, that's possible. It's possible, but you don't know when that will happen. You don't. You don't know you don't. if that will happen. You don't. So, so what I was going to say thing was, is, like, but like, we're not talking about signing. We're not talking about signing Ahmed Rosario to a hundred fifty million. No, deal. no, 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 no. And, and so I would also my, say I wouldn't be opposed to locking him up for two years to give you that buffer for a guy. You know, if if, if it is Rokio or if it's somebody else behind him. But you give that you're, you give yourself that buffer of two years, and maybe yeah, you bring Rokio up. And you, you can you can, can bring Rokio along next shortstop. year. Shortstop, he can play outfield. He can occasionally DH if you like need a, another bat in the lineup. And you like, still got Freeman. Well, like, look at, you still have Freeman I mean, up here too, who you can get extended looks you, at. I just uh, there's a, an interest. The, the interesting thing about Ahmed is that people get on his case about him being like a league average bat. Some some weeks he's some weeks he's maybe a WRC of like you know one twenty. Other other weeks he goes through stretches where it's like a ninety or something like that. But over the course um, of the season, it averages out. It about averages out, right? Yeah. So so people get on his case about being a league average bat when like you look at these teams that have just like toiled in misery for like decades now. In some of these cases, like the friggin' Mariners have not been to the postseason in twenty one years. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to find even league average bats, like consistent well, league average I was, bats? When I was <laughs> when I was watching that Orioles lineup, I'm looking at that lineup and I'm like, man, I go, they are about two position players away from having a pretty damn nice lineup. But then they need and, pitching. That's how hard it and, is well, to be a good competitive yeah, 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 team. Yes, yes, yes. No, like I'm not even touching on that just yet. Right. But to Steve's point, and I'm still looking at it. And I'm like looking at their lineup and I go, oh man. I'm like, yeah, you know, they'll they're set at catcher. First base looks good. Shortstop looks good. The outfield looks good. It's really second and third that they still have some question marks. And I, I think they have some prospects that they could probably, you know, bring up in the next year or two. I don't I haven't studied their is, farm system. Isn't that Gunnar Henderson a second base? He's a shortstop. At least the game oh, that I was at, he was playing shortstop, yeah. He might be a second baseman too. He might be playing both. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But it's me. Um, you know, no, because uh, Odor was playing second base for them the night I was oh, at the game. God, yeah. Why don't you guys gross. know more about the Orioles farm system? That's <sighs> I know that's, that's that's a bad look on me. It is. I know that's a real blind spot. Um, I'm gonna try better. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Hey, we got a couple pitchers we could we could throw their way. Yeah, we got a guy. We got a couple guys that uh, got a guy with some broken. We got a guy with some broken fingers say, that I wouldn't yeah. uh, mind. Yeah, please, uh-huh. real. You guys need an ace. He's not it, but 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 they just need like the they just need but arms to the point. That, like a a guy like Zach Plesac would be so huge for them because like if you look at their starting uh, their starting lineup at least in their in the batting order they have a bunch of guys hitting two fifty two sixty they really don't have anybody hitting much higher than that this year, and I'm like. Thinking to myself, I go, that's still all above league average right there. You know, mm-hmm. if, the, if the league yeah. average is now up to about, what, 245-ish, I want to say. I think, it's, right. I think it's gotten a little higher than last year. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, just sure. go look at, just 
just go look at the worst teams in baseball, man. Just go look at the Tigers lineup. Look at the Pirates. Look God. at the well. The Royals are in a better spot because they're just going with the full on youth. So I get it. Yeah. Um. But they got and they're, some, they're they got some young guys coming up there. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, boy. Well, again, the Royals have no pitching. So true. good luck it's with that. True. <laughs> so like, they're the Orioles of the mid average. <clears throat> it's two forty two. Two forty two. Okay. It used to you know be fu- two eighty one back in the. Uh, it was two ninety two back in nineteen twenty one, and they fact. probably hit a grand total of uh, Six forty homers. homers. Yeah. yeah, the I was looking at the stats for the past week with the Guardians too, and it is is a little bit interesting. Is that um, the the batting average of balls in play? They were nineteenth in baseball over the past week. I know okay. it's a very small sample size. But that's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Given, yeah, I would have, I would have said like twenty eighth. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was actually not half bad, and they still. This might not come as a surprise. They still were striking out at about eighteen percent, way lower th- than any team in baseball. So the funny thing is, the approach is the same. The, the, the despite the not scoring over the past well, week, the approach is not different. It's that they just got to get through yeah and i think they're the gonna have stretch. some rough, rough stretches i think with the the way they've constructed this lineup with the way they've gone for um an average a, over power yeah, average yeah. over power i think you're gonna have some points in the season that you kind of run into some rough patches um i mean a home run a home run will mask yes deficient yeah. yeah so offenses so hopefully for the most part hopefully so. like fab said earlier you know george Villar comes up next year hits 260 and mashes 30 plus home runs and masks some of that i'll take i that. mean that's asking a lot that's asking, that's a, asking lot quite of a bit even, from a rookie yes. even 20 <laughs> 15 to 20 in his first year like that's i'll take that I mean, you'd be asking him to essentially be Julio Rodriguez. Yes, yes, we next would. Next year, a hundred percent, we would be. <laughs> Those numbers are actually very similar to what I would imagine people would expect from him. Uh, yeah. and with the way that his his lure, if you will, has been uh, blown up here in the last year and a half, yeah, I think there's going to be some casual fans that expect a Julio Rodriguez output. Julio you know? Rodriguez already has 23 home runs, so 15 to 20 for a season. I, batting two fifty two sixty, I'll I'll take that in a rookie year. That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think I, I'm I'm not convinced he'd start the year here. But I don't I get think, what you're saying. He is so young. He is so yeah, like so young. Twenty one, I think, or he'll be twenty. Yeah, he'll be twenty two. You know, I yeah. think he'll be twenty two for next season. Yeah, That's, and same with Bo Naylor. He's so young. I think Bo Naylor will start the season as a 22-year-old turns 23 early on. Um, so I just don't expect either one to be up until May, mid-May. May. Um, I mean, there. I'd have to. I haven't taken. We'll have to maybe do this soon. But I haven't really taken a look, unless you have, uh, at like impending free agents. If there's anybody even remotely possible on their radar that could potentially bridge the gap as like a yeah. veteran so presence i i mean i know we're getting ahead of ourselves a bit on yeah. that but to to pull the curtain back a little bit um i did do some digging on their 40 man 
and eyeballed some free agents. And uh, I don't want to say that um, it was uninspiring, but going with the mindset that there's going to be a, a, a nominal increase in spending probably this offseason, probably I don't think that the the big jump in spending will occur until before the 24 season. There really weren't, there really wasn't anybody that I saw of note where I'd be like, yes, throw your money at that guy. Well, isn't it funny? I was looking, I mean, I've been looking at some of the names out there of guys that we like throughout the off season. We're like, oh, they should sign this guy and they should sign this guy. And it's like a lot of them really did not pan out that well this year. Like, I'm glad they didn't listen to us. I mean, they dodged a bullet with Jock Peterson. Mm-hmm. They dodged a bullet with Tommy Pham. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they dodged a bullet. Uh, I think. I think Kyle Schwarber's come al- come along pretty well. He's played uh, this he's year. He's played okay for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, imagine imagine if the Guardians had been like, "We're going to make a big splash and sign Nick Castellanos. Uh, we're going to sign him to the hundred million dollars for five years or whatever the hell he got." He's stunk yeah. this year. Awful. I mean, there's no guarantees there either. So yeah. dude's got negative war. He's he's been terrible. Even been, guys that we were really talking about year. trading for, like um, Jesse Winker, baby, and Winker, dude. Now Jesse Winker, I would have really enjoyed uh, having because he's sort of toiling away in a bad hitters park. Whereas if he had come here, oh, he'd probably have twenty five homers. So. That one I that one kind of hurts still, but uh, aside from that, um, but that's but, but see, here's the thing ones. is you're gonna get a yes you're gonna get a better return though with these like potential trades that we're talking about if they're ever gonna make any of those deals they which they really kind of need to which is where again we've talked about this over and over and over but it's like it's staring you right in the face where it's like we have this problem here's how we solve it. Teams need this. We have it. Yeah. You know, like it's there. It's just like, you know, do, do they even like go to the A's and get Sean Murphy um, and say like, F it. Like, you know, Bo Naylor can be a backup slash some other position. I don't know. Um, can you play outfield? I have no idea if he's tried any other position. To I, be honest. I, I, First base isn't like, that hard. I feel like he I has can do it. all the Naylor boys, the Naylor boys at first. Ooh, oh my like God. That. Yeah. That sounds like a tag team, like a duo, the Naylor yeah. boys. Yeah. Nasty Naylors. Have, Nasty Naylors. How, how tall is Bo Naylor? He's not that tall though. I six, believe he's about six, six nine. Six yeah. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah. He's exactly six foot. Yeah. Okay. I do yeah, tend, I to, like, I do tend to like my, uh, my, First base got, is a little bit taller, but yeah, he's got a number of years left, I believe. Three or three or four. Yeah, he has three years left. Okay, yeah. So, which isn't the worst because Naylor can spend time. If you did trade for him next year, Naylor could spend time. He could be your second catcher. He could come up next yeah, year I mean, or get, even the year after. Well, you, then, well, you probably you'd probably have Murphy and like. I don't know, just because he's cheap, Luke Maley. Yeah. Start the season as your tandem. And then depending on what 
Naylor does in Columbus, bring them up. But then they always play that game like, well, if we're going to bring them up, we want them to play every day. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, so 100% like, when, I get like, that. But like at the same time, but like, like, when are you going to make him like your, but I wonder if catcher would be different if they'd be like, might be, it might be, maybe they'd be you know, looking like, at more of like a, you know, Murphy's going to catch hundred games. Naylor's going to catch the other, you know, 62. And then they can DH. And, and they can like, DH. So many, yes, yes. You can still get at bats up here. Like, there, there's a lot of ways to play around with it. So, I mean, in the meantime, I think that's though, a very, uh, that's the only outside guy. I mean, obviously, unless some like crazy person like fell into our lap, but that's the only outside guy I would like actively pursue where you're not going to give away like all of your key assets in a position of need that can make an immediate impact. Like a lot of our things can be solved internally next year. I, I maybe bullpen arm is that you well, get that. Externally. Yeah, I would, I think bullpen arm externally, but like even just like, so let me like, I'll just run down the, even just the top five prospects in the system is according to major league baseball is Espino, Valera, Gavin Williams, Rocchio and Bo Naylor. Those are like five guys that I would like to hold on to. Yeah. Um, You're right, yes. Nolan Jones. I mean, Nolan Jones is six. Chase D. Lauder. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but our number one pick from this year. Tanner uh, Bibby and Logan mm-hmm. Allen and Tyler Freeman round out the top ten. Tyler Freeman's getting some hits. Uh, he's getting some hits. Maybe. He's getting some playing time. Well, I mean, he's he's certainly he's certainly starting to like take Owen Miller's role. Yes, I, I I'm starting God. to definitely think that he is your at the very least worst case scenario your utility middle infielder third baseman of the future. Yeah, and maybe um, I mean. I, I'm still confused as to what the heck's going on with Nolan Jones because he hasn't played first base in the minors since his demotion. Um, but we definitely need like a, a first baseman, right fielder. You know, at least in the foreseeable future, um, because yeah. I don't want to say Josh Naylor go play 162 at first, especially with his ankle. You know, hey, give, right. give the guy a couple of days off here and there. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah. I mean, hey, look, all good, pro- essentially all good problems to have, especially as you're like sitting, well, at least as of tonight, sitting with a one game lead. Yeah. In the AL Central with like 20 some games to go. It, so it's, it is really, I mean, I don't know about, I, I can only speak for myself, but it's really exciting that we're in a pennant race, but we're also looking to the future too. Because it is. oh no doubt, I mean my expectations that as the season have gone on or has gone on, I should say, um, they have changed. I want them to make the playoffs. I I think they can make the playoffs. I think we can win a an opening series, and beyond that, it's gravy. Uh, yeah. Well, that I mean, they're a. I would say this is when 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 they were playing. So I mean, like like when they played those two games in San Diego. So like wipe out, yeah. wipe out the last week. When, when you look at those games in San Diego, when 
and or you look at like when they took that series in LA or um you know when they've played other good teams well it's like when the, when the offense is clicking and you've got a rotation in a playoff series that would be conceivably Bieber, McKenzie and Quantrill and the and the um bullpen is what has become literally one literally the best bullpen in baseball over the last month I mean, there's not much more you can ask for heading into the postseason if you can make it. That's the thing. So, like, you're right. Yeah. And they've got, and I would say that they've got an offense that, like, yeah, it's not loaded with power, but like, boy, does that offense look good in a playoff series? If, like, in a, say you're going against the Astros and, like, you you knock out Verlander in, like, the fourth inning or something, Mm -hmm. whatever the case might be, um, or Garrett Cole, uh, in the fourth inning because you you drove up his pitch count or whatever. So you just got to get there. I mean, that's the thing. So, yeah, I mean, and at this point, if you're not winning the division, it's, it's that or bust. So, because between the Mariners, Rays and Blue Jays, they're just like running away with it now. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, where we are, I, I, I want us to make it because I think we're better than the White Sox and the Twins and I think we we present a, a more compelling postseason matchup than either either of those two teams. Um, but I, one of you said, "Oh, it was uh, Chris." You you had said um, it's fun that we're you know exciting that we're in a pennant race or a division race, and we also get to look to the future because the worst place to be is like a Twins fan. I mean, obviously, being a, a Tigers fan sucks. Because they've just been rebuilding forever, mm-hmm. but being a Twins fan stinks because it's like your chances of winning the World Series are like one percent on a good day, and you know the rebuild's just coming. It might be next season, it might be the season after next season, but it's like staring you in the face, and just knowing you have a team that's not good enough to compete is like the worst feeling. Like that was after well, going uh, twenty eighteen. I felt I was just like. Oh, the the Astros are like so much better, yeah, than what we are. And I was like, we're going to be bad for a really long time. And we made another postseason. And you know, a couple years later, we're competing for the division because we have a good front office. Well, the Twins, if the Twins were to make it, we all know the, that outcome of that series. It's a it's a, it's a two game sweep because uh, they can't yeah. win games. Uh, once the calendar turns to October, but um, no, you're right. You're right, Fabs. Um, the 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 Twins will be in a uh, position, uh, and all signs are pointing to uh, Correa. You know, exercising his his option and leaving um, potentially. Right. Um, so right. and and like you've invested. You know, I love Byron Buxton, but like. Their cornerstone, sort of like big contract, yeah, is a guy who cannot stay healthy. Like, We've talked about this before. It's yeah. really tough. It's a miracle a tough he's position. been as healthy as he has this year. Yeah, that's a really, really tough position to be in. It's certainly the exception to the rule uh, with his health this year. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, and, and Steve, you brought up a point too, um, you know, about the pitching. You know, I, I think you you brought up the pitching in the in the playoff picture, and who knows? Maybe by that point too, Savali's back. You know, I mean, he's only truly dealing with inflation in his arm. 
True. He's on the 15-day IL. You know, maybe he comes back. Uh, maybe we can bump Morris into the pen. Um, and, you know, even if Savali comes back and can throw 60 to 70 pitches a game, piggyback mm-hmm. him with like a yeah. Morris or a Curry. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I'd be on board with that as your fourth starter. I mean, at that point, you're talking about having one. You, at that point, you're having talking about being in the ALDS at that point. So it's like, that's not a bad at position least, to be in. At it's least like, in the DS, yeah. 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 So, you know, if they can get to that point, that's, like you said, that's gravy. So, um, but hey, look, it's September. They got to, they're, they're, you know, in a dogfight for the division. I don't know how you could ask for much more out of this team. It's like, the funny thing is like, and we can close it out here. And on this sort of like notion is like, it just drives me crazy though, is like, there is sort of that mentality. It's like when, when, you know, okay. When they don't, when they were playing very well in August, I don't think anybody was wondering like, why didn't they make a move at the deadline? It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, clearly they knew they had something, you know, something going on here. It's great. It's magic. And then they have the bad week against the Mariners and Orioles. And it's like this fucking team, like, you know, the front office strikes again. They don't go and get anyone. It's like the ownership doesn't care. And it's just like, it's that, it's like that like vicious cycle that people get into where it's like you do. It's like, I'm trying to like, I understand like, yeah, you know, what if they did go out and get Frankie Montas or something, but like he's been getting lit up in New York. Luis Castillo would have been nice because he's pitching real damn well. And, and, but and my question too is, I don't know. is how many times have we seen a move at the deadline truly, truly pan out for the team who has acquired that player? It was like the Brewers in 2008. <laughs> but yeah. no, it was, it was of course the Cubs when they got Arodas Chapman. <laughs> okay, that's another good example. Against but, us. Well, and the, and, like, um, and the Indians Miller. when they got Andrew Miller. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Miller. I mean, we're literally, but we're talking about a handful over the last yes. two decades. Yeah, it doesn't happen. You know, often. I mean, we're talking it about. It doesn't happen often. It, it really, I mean, for every one of those guys, I can name you a Jay Bruce in 2017, where it's like, okay, right. the guy did a little bit, but like, yeah. Josh Donaldson. Or like, remember when he came yes. here and did absolutely right. nothing i mean right exactly any one of the three of us could have done what he did or uh i mean even this year juan soto with the padres it's not like they've been like not, lighting the world no, on fire they're not. they've been playing okay i mean that, um, i think that's I mean, a move that's a little bit more eye toward the future, future based right um right. and you know especially um, when tatis stops taking creams you know that help with you know bug bites or whatever he claims there might be a um, team that i don't know if tatis is going to play for that team much longer to be honest i know he's dude, got that contract 10-year deal with him yeah but i wonder if like they'd be willing to like ship him get like, rid of that deal pay, and, pay some and of it keep and just, soto around yeah i mean i don't would know you, would you want to if they what if they're like we'll pay half of it would you want him on the guardians I mean, half, mm. yeah, because then you're you're literally paying twelve million dollars a year for a guy who can hit you forty home runs. Yeah, yeah. So true. I'd be like, hell yeah, yeah, like, I yeah. yeah, sure, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Fair point, fair point. Um, with the other stuff that comes along with it, like hard pass, no, but yeah, 
But also if I got like, if like in those 10 years or like, I guess eight years or whatever it ends up being, it's like, if you got like four really good years out of him. Yeah. No, for, I, like, it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's like, um, we want Gavin like, Williams it, and, uh, Bo Naylor and we'll eat up half the deal. I, I, I think I could probably find a way to. Oh yeah. That. They did that. I'm shipping them out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, okay. All right. Um, um, what are the parting thoughts do you have? I was going to say you, you were just, you were just making a, a point, Steve. I, I kind of felt like we kind of derailed you right there towards the end of it. Um, oh, just like, I, it felt just like, like you're going someplace. It, oh, it was just, you know, trying to keep it in context to some extent. It's like, yeah, it, yeah. it was a bad week. It was a very, very bad week. It is hard to watch them get shut out twice in a row by the Orioles. Yes. It's very difficult. But then you look at, then you look at the rest of the schedule and you go, okay, it's September 6th. You got you're playing the Royals nine times. You're playing the Twins eight times. That alone tells you I've got fifteen or eight plus uh, seventeen nine. <laughs> is that seventeen? Carry yeah, the okay, one. Yeah, it's, um, it's like sixty percent of your schedule. That's like I think that's like it's almost seventy percent of the remaining schedule or something like that is like as about as good as you could hope for in that you play a team you're fighting for the division and one of the worst teams in baseball. Right. Uh, and, and then, and then if you throw the angels into the mix, assuming that they're still going to be shitting their pants by that time. Are they, are okay. they acquiring any pitching in the meantime? Dude, I saw, I saw a stat, uh, that the one through three hitters. So, uh, I believe it's like a Taylor ward, uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, mm-hmm. but basically one through three best OPS in baseball, which is like not surprising. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, that, that certainly yeah, tracks. That, that, that tracks. Uh, they're five through nine, or the four through nine has the worst OPS in baseball. This this also also tracks rings. So like l- literally beyond the two superstars, it's nothing but. A wasteland. <laughs> oh, we also get the Rangers. Yeah, yeah. The Rangers. The Rangers scare me a little bit just because they're not like terrible. We and they a, got like and we got a three a game series offense. against Tampa too. Yep. And that one's yeah. That one is what it is. Yeah. Uh, can't all be gimmies, but I mean that that gets you into the, your six game series with the Royals. That one's that's the light at the end of the tunnel to some extent. <laughs> yes. Six games against you know, the like, Royals in the season. I mean, if we can somehow be a game up going into that six game against the Royals, I it's at home. You gotta think they probably win four four I mean you got it. Six. And then that means you have to go whoever we're going against is go five and one. I like. I would. Love and if I remember spots. correctly, if I remember correctly, both Minnesota and Chicago—they're like last fifteen. Uh, it's no cakewalk for either one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's some. You know, there's. It's. It's. It's been a tough July and I think it was like July and August. Those July was. Really July. Bad. July. We were thirteen and fifteen, if I, if memory serves correct, on the on the month. And what do we have always said is you know play five hundred ball, oh, play five hundred ball or close to it, and and you're going to yep. be in it. 
And mm-hmm. uh, that's what this club has done. Twins isn't super rough. Their, their schedule's not that bad. Because they have the Yankees and they have us, Royals, um, ro- us, Royals, us, Royals, Angels, White Sox, Detroit, but they finish with the White Sox in Chicago. So there's okay. like, they, okay, they play so the White Sox like six up times against the West. White Sox then. That's going to be great for us though. Like that, yeah. that helps the Guardians a lot because those two teams can just keep like, we don't have a scenario in that section of six games of the final nine where both both teams can kill us yeah. by winning. So if you have a couple game lead on both of them, you just hope they ping pong back and forth and yep. you're gaining yep. a game, maybe losing one, gaining, and you're just yep. trying to get to the end of the calendar. Hey, at the end of the day, if we finish one game better than the other team, whoever that other team might mm-hmm. be, I don't care. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, it does not matter. Right. If we That's have 80, if we have eighty nine wins and they got eighty eight, that sucks for them. I know. That's you right. Know. Um. Hey, the nineteen ninety seven Cleveland Indians uh, showed that you don't have to be a hundred and one win team to get no. to the World Series. No. No, because um, that only that only disappoints you when. Uh, you yeah. you win twenty two regular season games in a row, and right. you just you go to a two zero uh, division round lead against a hapless Yankees team. Just assuming you're going to make it back to the World Series, and then, and then you lose three in a row. Power forward right fielder robs your face of the franchise of a home run by two inches. Yeah, and then it all goes downhill from there. That yeah. pretty much changes the trajectory of the of yeah in one off season. Houston is suddenly the best team in baseball coming. I mean, it, it is like amazing uh, winning what winning a championship does for a team. Yeah. And how much better they become the following year. Yeah. Just as a result of that. Baseball's like that. Uh, ba- baseball certainly has that aura to it, I think. If you're returning, if you're returning like a, the bulk, it does for sure. Yeah. Because now, right. now you're seeing that with um, the Braves. Who have suddenly mm-hmm. caught the Mets, mm-hmm. which is wild. Well, and like you had those couple years where the Rangers went to, I think back to back. You had did, the yeah. Royals go. You had the Royals going back to back. You had the Giants doing it for a while. Um, you've got the Braves, like you said, the Astros. It's like it's not whether or not like you win it, but like all of a sudden you like just like crack the code. I mean, right. the, the Indians went to like three in a row the playoffs, and so yeah, like. Mm-hmm. They, you do sort of just like crack the code, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, we're good," and like yeah. our, t- our core's good. Well, so and and Steve, like to your point, and and Fabs, it's hilarious that you brought up that 22 game win streak too, because I was actually thinking of that earlier. And to kind of tie it into this, you know, rough stretch this past week, and, and maybe it's just me being superstitious, but I always I always worry when teams have an extended period of of uh non-adversity really um and, and i'm always like well crap you know i'd rather i'd rather see them face some adversity in the regular season before it's too late um obviously you don't want to be like the last week of the season because we, we saw that in what 2012 if i remember correctly oh 
I can't remember the season. Yeah. But but okay. when we yeah. really just shit the bed that last week of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we lost a bunch of games to Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And and, yes. and we missed the playoffs by like two games. And so right. Like, well, if we just had gone five hundred, no no harm, no foul. It was like fourteen or fifteen or something. Anyway. Yeah, it was somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. So so I don't like teams having, you know, adversity too late. I don't like them having it too early. So this is kind of like that magical window. It's like, well, if you're going to have a time to struggle, the first week of September is a great time because it gives mm-hmm. you time to kind of build back up the last three weeks of the season. For sure. And, and, and be okay. I mean, there were people on Twitter, to Steve's point, too, that were like, well, Miles Straw sucks. You know, how come we're not seeing uh, Will Brennan and Will Benson? And it's like, yeah, part of it did sting when Ernie Clement was the position player that got called yeah, out. Like, my God. Like, yeah, I mean, that, right. we, we could have a whole episode about the September call ups. Case in point being is the front office went with guys on the 40 man roster. They were comfortable making the, the the slight adjustments of getting rid of Anthony Castro. Um, right. I mean, that's all they got right. rid of. I mean, they would have had right. to make a couple other moves to bring up a Will Brennan, to put him in the 40-man, to bring him up. They didn't but, do but it. It's it like, sucks. Well, what do you do? But then it's like, oh, hey, thanks for being... Thanks for coming up. You're a rookie. There's a month left in the season. And you're going to uh, sit get for your, half the get, games, yeah. And yeah, and get your ass in there and contribute. You know, yeah. that's a tough ask. That's that a huge, huge ask. You know, people people don't like take that into account either. It's just like, oh, just slot in this guy yeah. and he'll just suddenly start yeah. hitting. Yeah, he was and hitting like, two eighty down in AAA. He should hit two right. uh, two seventy five here in the bigs. Yeah, like he hit two home runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You so know, it, does, it doesn't that, does not that, work that way. And that win streak no. uh, wrapped up in like mid September. So then you oh, had like, a th- yeah. like three weeks. I was in Hawaii when it when. When this streak was happening and when we broke the record, because yeah. people like random people just kept stopping me because I had Indians hats and they're like, oh my God, they're doing so good. And I just remember when they came back against the Royals, I think, like on win like 21, um, I was at the pool watching it at the poolside bar. It was amazing. And I was mm-hmm. like, what, what could go, we're going to win the World Series this year. And then, uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I remember being I, there for game 22 right. and, 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 having those same thoughts it's like yep. let the time let, let the high times roll i like the sneaky team give me that any day of the week like i i don't want to be the, the front runner. last year that was the braves and that was the nationals like two years like yes. a few years before that like yes. give me this sne- i i, I want to be the sneaky team where i don't have a lot of expert i know the team's like decent they're and they're going to be in the postseason yep. and from there oh this is gravy i don't want it to be like year three or four where we've had the best record for two of the last three seasons, and we just can't get there. Like that sucks because well, if, we we just had that too. Yeah, it, if you're not the Dodgers and you win your COVID season, you've been doing that shit for a decade now. If they don't get that COVID World Series, I I Dodger Have fans are probably roll. mass murders well, in the streets. Yeah, because and, like and speaking they, of, they, it's crazy. Speaking of, not necessarily the Dodgers, but um. The Yankees better not check their rear view mirror because Dude. I just saw an article on Twitter before we hopped on saying, you know, if if the Yankees blow his 15 game, 15 and a half game lead that they had at one point in the season, 
Heads are going to roll. Yeah. Oh my God. Are they well, a wild so, card team? Yeah, they're only have five you, games. <laughs> that's what you, uh, I mean, that's what you were just alluding to is like teams that, that go too hard too early. Yes. Which is what the, what the Yankees really did. You know, where they, it was like, holy shit, it's going to be a record breaking year. And then it just, they're going like, to hit 120. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. it just it just ground to a halt, and like they did weird stuff at the deadline where it was like, oh well, we just want the flashy name and Frankie Montas, so we'll go trade Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals for Harrison Bader, and like Montgomery is like pitching like a boss, yeah, of course, he is. Uh, in St. Louis. Ooh, um, Cardinals and got it's like your, Cardinals got them a nice little piece there. Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna be your average ass like ninety win team that's gonna be in the fucking World Series. Hundred percent. No hundred percent. No and you know what? You know what? <laughs> I would take a, a Guardians Cardinals World Series just Oh, you know how mad just, everyone, oh, everyone yeah, would, it would be outside of Cleveland. Everyone out. <laughs> off. I oh, would my. be happy for Albert Pujols, though. Like that would be like super cool. God, like, you know what though? Oh. And Matt Carpenter is not on that. Screw team. me, so screw they me. Are, no, no, screw me. Forget they are fifty percent less punish, punchable. Forget, forget, forget that I mentioned that because oh, I didn't even factor in the pool holes and Yachty Molina and Wayne. Oh, Molina can't wait to tell us oh, about the rules. Yeah, I no, no, screw, forget, forget that I mentioned that. I don't want that. Nope, nope, I nope. do love how much the Cardinals and Dodgers hate each other. It's like very fun in the postseason. I mean, they've been going at it for a long time. Yeah, going those at it for like fifty years. Hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> those are good series. Those yes. are really good series. I do want to see Pujols so, hit six hundred. He's got five more. He's got five more. Or well, he did that. Or, he did that a while ago, Chris. Seven hundred. Sorry, sorry, guys. You idiot. Yeah, that's, sorry, you sorry. piece of crap. He's at six ninety five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah five yeah. away from yeah. That's the number I meant. Not that'd be that uh, would be awesome. That would be cool. I mean, yeah, he out of nowhere just started like mashing it. So I saw something like <laughs> don't that he test hit, him. He hit, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, don't do that. Don't. Do you think he's just like injecting like a cartoonish amount of stuff into him? Yes, yes. And, and he's he just is, like, I'm going to retire care. after this. And <laughs> yeah, I don't Give me care. my suspension. Yeah, suspend me. Suspend just, me when I'm retired. We're all just fools. under the impression like. It's just like this, like unspoken thing, where it's like, just let yeah. me have this last month. Yeah, <laughs> I saw something like back. It was it was a couple of weeks ago, and they were like, you know, he's had um like months where he's hit eight home runs, like seventy seventy months out of his career Damn. or something like that. Jesus and they're like, Christ! And he just did it this this past month. Jesus. And then, like he would have to do, he would have to replicate that again in September to get to 700. And I was like, "Give it to me, just give it to me, man. I want it. I, I yeah, like, awesome. I want that. Like, I want that well, for just, him." I mean, he's just up there. I mean, that's the only goal. Just play him every day, and find a way to get him in that lineup every day. And you're probably, I'm sure they finish out with like the goddamn Cubs and. Pirates, you Most know. Definitely. So, like, I, actually, they do um, finish up. They do finish up with Pittsburgh because someone on Twitter. Again, I really need to start taking notes on these things that I read on Twitter to give these people their due. But they finish up in Pittsburgh, and someone was like, "You know what? If um, if if he's if he hasn't hit that that you know seven hundred here in St. Louis that weekend before or that week before you bet your damn bottom dollar. I'm going to Pittsburgh for that last oh, series. Yeah. And right. then I, it got me thinking of 
how much does my wife love me if I were to just blow vacation days in the middle of a of a week during the weekday to go to see ball games in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Um, because I I'm half tempted to to make that drive and and and, and yeah. buy a hotel, you know, for like the week or four days week live out of a suitcase testing your testing your limits on that one you know i'm you know i'm just hey i got i got things i got business to to see too dear you know don't ask me what all you gotta do all you gotta do is catch the 700th ball and then uh, extort him for like two hundred thousand dollars and make him make him show you his real birth certificate <laughs> <laughs> yeah blackmail him by saying you know the truth i know, you know he's truth. actually 62 well, I, I know, I know you know he's 62 you're years old <laughs> that'd be more doing. impressive oh my god be, that's the thing is like i want to know because like because like uh, everybody kind of knows he's older and it's like that rules like that's super cool that there's like this forty eight year old guy who's like yeah he's he's forty two he's definitely like forty five. I was gonna say like so. I I haven't heard it was like that egregious. I haven't heard it was like six years he's, difference. No, he's sixty two. He's twenty years difference. Holy shit, man! Yeah, yeah, and that's what's so cool about it's it. That and what he's yeah. doing is no small feat. And I say he pumps all the steroids, all the performance enhancing drugs, and no one bats an eye. And we're all going to just look away just, for just that. Turn one. the blind eye on that man because that yep. is just a feel good story. Yep. All righty, uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, we we shall see. It's going to be a good run. We'll be back, uh, hopefully, with uh, good, good news to share and not another uh, horrible, frightening. Well, week hey, the one baseball, last thing but, I will say is, yes. pitching matchups. Oh, starting yes. today. Through this Kansas City and uh, Minnesota series, Daddy likes it's much uh, better. Much better. It's the three top. I mean, it's it's a combination of Bieber, Mackenzie, and Quantrill the whole way, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. And I mean, like the best pitcher we'll face is like Joe Kelly. Or Joe Ryan. Or Joe, I'm twins. sorry, Joe Ryan. Yeah, not Joe Kelly. Yeah, he, he's at a I think it's like that Sunday game. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, I think he's at Sunday series. It's Sunday game in that series. Yeah. So, okay. All right, baby. Well, um, this should be very exciting. So, we shall uh, catch up with you guys later. Catch us on social at Calpino Pod, all that good stuff. Rate and review and subscribe because that always helps us as well. And we'll see you guys later. <laughs>